Hi, today is uh, February 23rd, 2024, and my name is Junie, and welcome to the Theta Game Podcast. I'm not a financial advisor, and nothing I say is financial advice. I'm literally just a normal retail trader, just like you. I'm not certified or a graduate of finance, just a trader that started on Wall Street Bets years ago. I've lost a lot of money, and I've made all of it back and more after finding a system that worked for me. I share my trades, system, and experiences all for free. You can view all my trades for free at datagang.com slash Junie. No sign-up required. There's no ads. There's no newsletter sign-up thingy. There's nothing. You can email me any questions that I'll answer on the podcast at Junie at datagang.com. Lastly, I stream on Twitch every weekday, and we just hit an all-time high number this week uh, for at least an hour at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Come hang out, ask me questions, vent, or just chill it's a positive environment, and everyone is welcome at twitch.tv slash realdatingang. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, let's get started. Um, first things first, if you understood what I was trying to hum earlier in this podcast episode intro, uh, you're a real one. That was one of the best games that I've ever played in my entire life. It was definitely a different era, and I'll always remember it. Um, I, I, did it <laughs> I wanted to just randomly do that because, one... I was just in an extra good mood today um, because the Twitch stream hit an all-time high of average concurrent viewers. You know, I've hit the viewership of 40 before, like for a peak. But, you know, this time on this Friday that I'm recording right now, we hit an average of 40. You know, I think a lot of it is due to the Reddit AMA uh, that I did. And I've also done the um, YouTube video. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But the community is growing. So if you're one of the, you know, the few close-knit community of the podcast, I really urge you to go to the Twitch stream at 9 a.m. Pacific time. I think it'd be really fun. Uh, again, if you're on the East Coast, that's going to be 12 p.m. Maybe you could tune in for your lunch break. It's a good vibe. It's very positive. I keep it very positive. Even on the red days, we find something to do. We're taking notes on the what stocks that we want to trade. And it's, uh, it's a fun experience. So please come check it out if you want to at twitch.tv slash realthetagang. Talking quickly about my 5K challenge account that I've been trading on Robinhood where I only trade with $5,000. Uh, back uh, started in November 2nd. So it's been about one, two, three. Almost four months now, and we have a 35.16% gain uh, for the time we've opened it. Uh, it's now at $6,757.85. And just this last week, we gained 5.67%, helping us reach all-time high. And uh, it feels good. You know, had I not opened this account, maybe my Twitch viewership numbers wouldn't be as high because, as you all know, my uh, Tasty Trade, uh, my main account, is a lot bigger than uh, you know 5K. Right now, I'd say, let me, let me actually get you those numbers. Take off privacy mode. Uh, my net liquid, right, this isn't cash. A lot of it is invested. My net liquid right now for my main account is $353,786.23. So that is up about... Um, let me see here. Let me just do the quick maths. I'm an expert at this now, doing math in the browser window. 
So you do 353 minus my profit this year, that's 29, so 325, so 29 divided by 325. Uh, so my account is up about 8.9%, my main account, and then I search up SPY, uh, SPY stock on Google year to date, and SPY is up 7.45%. So I'm still beating SPY, though I'm not beating SPY by double, but I am beating it. So that gives me a little bit of validation there. It feels good. And um, yeah, this week has been a lot of just maintaining profits. Like last week was really, really scary, or this last week, because you, I'm sure you've seen it, especially if you're trading actively. You saw a lot of those memes of NVIDIA earnings saving the entire world economy, right? And it definitely did feel like that. And now that they've reported really well, we see a lot of these stocks have been uh, going green, you know, continuing the uptrend, and the sort of the skies are clear to open more trades. And so I did a little bit of that today. Of course, NVIDIA reported earnings um, Wednesday, so that was two two days ago. Yesterday, I kind of took a chill day, uh, but then today, yeah, I put a few trades on for the next week, and I'm feeling good. If you're wondering about what my opinion is for where the market goes from here, you know, you shouldn't ever listen to anybody, especially don't listen to me, but my own personal opinion of the bias that I'm uh, going to be listening to, because I, I don't really, you know, have a, have a compass or a crystal ball to necessarily tell me where it's going to go. This is just my guess. I feel like the market has incentive to just you know, go up, not like moon rocket up. I'm not buying naked calls because it's going to be free money. But I do feel like I can trade normally. You know, if you know me, um, like or especially the podcast, maybe during uh, 2022, uh, I traded a lot less. I still did the same exact strategy, but I just traded less. And that's what, what I'll usually default to in case of my portfolio turns red or the markets are like kind of bearish. But when it's... Uh, skies are clear or you know when nvidia saves the world economy this sort of environment i like continuing to trade as normal i'm not saying oh it feels toppy you know i'm gonna time the top of puts i'm gonna go with the trend it feels like we want to go up so i'll play like we'll go up but i'm not gonna go all in or do anything volatile and then bet the entire farm on it i'm just gonna continue to trade normally because i know my strategy works so that's the update on my uh, 5K account and my main account in terms of performance. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, what should I talk about first? I'll talk about my YouTube video because that came out first. Wow, dude, YouTube, I should have done this so much sooner. Um, YouTube uh, feedback has been great. Um, for those that don't know, I made a YouTube video um, and it's it already released, uh, and it was it received really well. I've gotten a lot of only really good positive feedback uh, for the video, and that feels really good. But I want to give a huge thanks to everyone that showed up to the Twitch stream. I want to give a huge thanks to um, my patrons in the Discord for helping giving me feedback on the first few versions of the video. You know, whether it be, hey, I don't think this part of the video is strong, or hey, I think you should add spy numbers or your portfolio numbers at this part, you know, your market percentage gains versus the uh, the rest of the market, uh, whether it be typos, or, you know, this thumbnail doesn't look as good as this one, or maybe it's another piece of feedback. I got so much feedback from our first few visions, versions of the video where I feel like the very last version, the ones that's on YouTube right now, which I'll include in the show description today, um, is 
It's rock solid. I'm so happy with how it came out, and I'm really, really proud of it. Uh, so if you want to check it out, it'll be in the show description below. It's a two-minute, two-minute, 47-second video outlining my entire history at a very high level. Now, it doesn't go too much into detail, but it does have my real numbers in there of my tax documents and everything. And it's it's very lighthearted. It, nothing in there is like too serious. Um, but it just goes to show like, hey, I've been here for a while. I've been doing this for four and a half years. If you want to come check out a Twitch stream, come check me out. It's, it's that sort of vibe. Um, but yeah, so happy with YouTube. And that's brought in a lot of uh, sort of newer traffic to the Twitch stream, I'm sure. But I think what else has helped was a follow-up AMA. So on our Theta Gang, so our Theta Gang and ThetaGang.com are not officially like a thing, right? Like ThetaGang.com is my thing. Our Theta Gang is like the mods thing. Like we we've only talking or spoken like to each other once. I know I don't actually remember which mod it was. I see that there's two mods on the subreddit. One is named uh, Memitim, and the other one is Satire Plus Plus. One of you, one of them reached out to me maybe 2020 or 2019 they saw what i was doing they asked if that we wanted to i wanted to work with them i said no not right now not, not right now is a good time um but i messaged them i wanted to ask for permission before posting the ama and uh, i didn't get any response back but you know what i said as long as i have good intentions i'm i should i'm not gonna feel guilty about this so i'm just i went ahead i post the ama bro there's so many there were so many good questions in here um, let me go ahead and see. There's a total of 126 comments in the thread, and there's about uh, 40 of those are probably questions, and the rest are like replies and me replying and other people replying back. But there's about like 40 great questions that goes into like what do I look for in a trade, you know, what are the best lessons that I've learned. So maybe I make future podcast episodes about some of these questions. But if you want to check out the AMA, I'll go ahead and link that on the show notes below too, and. Just today, you know, I'm going on, on a little bit of tangent on Arthur again right now. Just today, I saw one of the mods reply to someone on one of the top posts for today. And um, just knowing that they are active at looking at posts, they did leave my AMA up there. Uh, I think maybe they saw that I did have good intentions. I'm just helping out. And so I just want to say thank you to the mods. If you are listening to this, there's a good chance you're not because, again, the podcast isn't that uh, popular. However... I just do want to say thank you, and I'm very appreciative of you letting me like help people on here. I'm also very aware that it brings me traffic as well, so there's a little bit of self-incentive in that. But at the end of the day, I think it helps both parties, and I just want to say thank you. Very grateful. All right, and just being on the topic of being grateful and saying thank you and stuff, I wanted to read an email that I got. And just want to quickly say I am also getting a lot more emails as of late and while i won't promise that i can reply to every single one i can promise you that i'll read it that's my promise so just know that if you do send me an email it doesn't go into some like a ghost inbox that is just there for the sake of it i am a one-man show and i don't hire someone to read the emails i read the emails myself so when these types of emails come in it really means a lot I only want to read the first part of this, so I'm just going to go ahead and start. I'll keep them anonymous too, just because I don't want to wait for them to give me permission to just to use their name, so I'll just keep them anonymous. It reads, Hi Junie, firstly, thanks so much for making such a good website for free, as well as for the exceptional podcast and stream. I've been listening to podcasts about options since July last year and stumbled upon you sometime in late December slash early January. 
Your mental model, the way you are so calm all the time, it's all something that I look up to and aspire for. And dude, I'm 36, a father, and a registered nurse, and still learning and growing. Anything to be a better dad for my girls. Wow. Yeah, I read this email, I read the intro, and I was like, oh, do I have to shout this person out? Um, I want to say thank you for the kind words, right? Like, back in my day, um, when I was in high school, uh, I used to get some positive notes written to me too. And at that time, at that age, you know, I was just like, yeah, it's kind of normal just to be nice to everyone and say nice things. Or maybe the times were different back then, I don't know. But these days, you know, being 31, I realize how busy everyone is. It's very hard to hang out with friends because everyone's so busy. It's hard to get people's attention because there's so many cool things to do, cool things to watch on the internet now. But what I see and what I hear when I'm reading this is someone taking time out of their busy schedule. They're choosing not to watch anything entertaining. Instead, they are choosing to spend this portion of their life and their day to write me an email. And we all collectively hate email okay so it means even that much more and then they go ahead and write and be vulnerable enough to say that they're still learning you know i'm still learning too but it's just cool these like wholesome experiences make this like all worthwhile i've mentioned and read a few of these other types of emails back in the podcast before it's been a while since i've read one so you know whoever wrote me this you know i know who you are i've already replied to you and said thank you in there too but um, just know that like this was awesome. It's such a positive vibe, and this is the stuff I carry into the stream. You know, like I get all of these positive comments in the background that motivate me, that keep me going, and all that good stuff. I mean, despite you know, I have a pretty good work ethic. I'm probably gonna keep going regardless. But <laughs> uh, these are just just make it all that better, that that much better. And I'm so thankful, so grateful. And um, yeah, I just want to also say thank you to my community for also perpetuating the positivity. Like, I think when people first join the, the Discord or just join the community, they might almost get a culture shock. They're like, wait, wh- what? This is kind of different? But it's ha- really hard to explain. But just want to say thank you to the community that I've been trading with for more than four years. And we're at four and a half years. You know, if you've joined Patreon um in 2019 or 2020 i don't remember exactly when i opened patreon was it late 2019 or 2020 i don't remember yeah it's been a long time and it's we've known each other for almost half a decade (laughs) so very cool just want to share a little bit of positivity so you can get a good positive start to your week because when you're listening to this it's probably the monday let's get it i'll see you in the stream a little bit later if you're listening to this early enough otherwise i'll see you on the stream tomorrow let's go and lastly, I kind of want to keep the R Theta Gang trend going. My last episode, I helped out a little bit for someone on R Theta Gang, and I think this one's going to be more like, more like a react, but also giving a little bit of insight into how I might think about this type of topic. And right now, it's the number one trending thing on Theta Gang. Uh, it's titled "Unpopular Opinion." Uh, the NVIDIA earnings shows that Theta Gang is becoming a WSB or Wall Street bets like sub. Um, and uh, this user uh, says that I know this is a complex situation and that it is not brand new, but I've noticed lots of posts of people making or losing lots of money on NVIDIA trades. And most of it looks like extremely risky gambles, far from the Theta Gang ethos. 
I wonder what could be done to limit that trend. Would it be useful to ask Poster to add a few stats when posting gains and or losses? Maybe that would allow the mods to decide which most needs to be taken down or which posts need to be taken down. Uh, what could these stats be? If the sophisticated users had to ask for one, two, three, easy to get out and or compute stats, what would they be? So here's a little bit of a history lesson. Um, you know, I was on Wall Street Bets pretty early. Um, I was I was on there. I was active all the time. Uh, I was there during JNUG, Mu 90s, um, way before Irony Man with the box spreads, way before the guh uh, meme. Um, I've been on there for a while. And, you know, it started out with like Bull Gang and uh, Bear Gang. I think everyone might remember that. If you've been on Wall Street Bets long enough, you'll know that, that came, those came first. And then, you know, you see Theta Gang start coming up because maybe we saw Storm Will Pass or some users... Um, talk about selling options and we're like what the heck yeah of course i sell my options uh i close my calls for a profit that's when i sell my options but then you know we're just we're just dumb so we start making memes like theta gang you know uh just because we don't know much about greek but we just know that oh if you're on the opposite side you're just theta gang whatever so it just all got a blanketed term and theta gang came from Wall Street bets. The data game just didn't come out of nowhere, right? You didn't just come up with the uh, the what it, what is it? The entity data gang without being inspired by the terms bear gang and bull gang from Wall Street bets. So data gang more or less is just a Wall Street bets derivative. Okay, so that's number one. That's just a little bit of history and context. Not to say that you're necessarily wrong because I think anybody can have uh, a different meaning behind Theta Gang. I can say I find a lot of meaning behind Theta Gang because I think it brings a lot of the community that I trade with together because we can come around and say uh, we trade the same similar style and then we all get along because we're all wholesome people. That could be my definition. That could be my ethos. But that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be yours. Right, just because I think Theta Gang is filled with wholesome people like the ones in my community doesn't mean that like you're looking for wholesome people because you also believe you're a part of Theta Gang. Theta Gang belongs to everyone, and the Theta Gang ethos does as well. Everyone has a different definition of it, right? Like when we want to uh, impose like posting stats, gains, or losses. Hey, I show all my trades. I'm that guy, right? Like I'm the guy that shows all the trades, all the results, the wins, the losses. I trade live on stream. I'm probably the most transparent trading trader on earth. Like I, I think I easily take that title. But here I am. I'm still saying this seems not that bad. You know, I think everyone also gets inspired to do trading style trades from different types of people. Maybe someone sees, wow, this person made a lot of money with cash secured puts from NVIDIA. Wow, maybe I should learn how to do a cash secured put. And then boom, you know, you, you just instantly got someone to be inspired enough to maybe do it um, just in general. Maybe, yeah, maybe there is a chance that they over leverage and uh, you do 10 cash secure puts when they can only afford one. But that's a whole different topic of its own. That, that's like a topic of like position sizing and um, assignment, max loss. That all comes with just trading cash secure puts in general. But if it gets your foot in the door, 
of learning the sell side rather than just consistently buying options all the time and losing, then I think it could be good. But of course, here I am speaking about it and twisting the example into the best rosy, rose-colored glasses example, right? Of course, someone could be inspired and also do, I don't know, like 20 cash secure puts on NVIDIA and then maybe this time NVIDIA goes down and it could be really bad. But what I'm slowly learning as like a content creator and someone that posts all their trades and being kind of skeptical of people is that I'm trying to look at things from a perspective where be someone that can inspire people or like assume that people have good intentions. Uh, An example of this was earlier, um, I don't even think it was necessarily this week, it was like last weekend. Uh, we were talking in the Discord about uh, my YouTube premiere because my YouTube video premiered on Tuesday, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm I'm really scared that the community is gonna grow really fast. And it's gonna you know the culture is gonna change, and there's gonna be a lot of rude people. But I'm ready for it. And so I had that type of mentality. Um, one of my uh, closest friends um, in the Discord, uh, his name is Slow Motion. He mentioned that, you know, it can bring a lot of nice people or good people too. And so you just saw that there was like, there was just a whole different perspective that I didn't look at. Is that when you inspire people or when you bring an idea into light, it's very easy to just be like, oh, this doesn't fit the narrative. This isn't it. But there are a whole lot of other positives from looking at like, okay, this person won a lot of money doing a Theta Gang style trade in a very Wall Street bets like manner, but maybe that's what they will like, you know? Maybe it's about Wall, something about Wall Street bets that's alluring, that's like, you know, lots of these big gains, because that's how we initially sort of get attracted to the market in the first place, right? We, I don't want to lie. I'm going to say, like, yeah, I wanted to join the stock market initially because I thought I was going to get Omega Rich. Who doesn't think that they're not going to get Omega rich from doing stock market? Every person gets in the stock market and is like, yeah, this is my ticket out. <laughs> you know, especially if you're a younger, ego-filled, uh, like, like I don't know, 23, 24-year-old male. Maybe you just, like, started uh, making, like, your first paycheck and stuff. You're like, yeah, I'm big boy investor now. And then you end up losing it all and you get humbled and then maybe you start looking at other stock trading. <laughs> but I hope you get what I mean. When you inspire or when you see a place of inspiration, try to see the other side of it. Of Maybe like this might be really risky, but there's like also a good chance that those same people that look at that post also think it's risky, but then they see that it works. So they say, wow, this person won hella money on NVIDIA cash secure puts. You know what? Maybe I'll open one cash secure put. I'll see where that goes. You know, granted, not everyone has like 80K uh, just ready to go to trade NVIDIA cash secure puts. So maybe they start with a cash secure put that is smaller, maybe on a smaller company like Ford or, I don't know, Macy's or something. That's not a stock recommendation. Please do not do that. Um, but yeah, so that's my perspective. I think when we, you know, see these types of posts, I think the old me, maybe 2019, maybe 2019. Um, I don't know, maybe 2020, I would have agreed with this. But maturing and going through like the COVID crash, going through 2022, all these ups and downs and seeing all these like very bright people getting got left and right because their ego gets in front of them, their 
they want to be like correct by the book or maybe they trade too emotionally. I've seen so many people that abided to the Thadian ethos blow up. So it's made me question like this idea of like, what is the correct ethos or what is the correct way to trade? And th there really is none when it comes to Theta Gang. Theta Gang should remain open. You know, I think that's what keeps it fun. It keeps it lighthearted. If they, if I knew that Theta Gang was with like uptight people and, uh, you know, people that would judge people all the time, I wouldn't have been inspired to show my trades, you know? Being uh, an active trader, I trade ev nearly every day. You know, there's some days I only watch the market if it's like really red or something. But I'm a very active trader. I show all of my trades. I trade live on stream. I have a podcast I release every week all about Theta Gang. And if I saw the sub that one day I got inspired when my uh, girlfriend at the time, who's now my fiance, told me, hey, you should start a podcast on, on Theta Gang because, you know, you love talking to me about this stuff. And I don't get any of it. Maybe someone out there will. will. And that blew up, and then you know that started going up and up to the right. And I was like, "Well, I should create a website." And then it was so much good stuff happened because I felt comfortable enough because Theta Gang was the cool sub to me. I don't want that ethos to go away. If that ethos doesn't match your ethos, that just I think proves my point better. No one owns it, so let's just have fun. Whew, that was that was a lot. Yeah, I, I saw this topic and I was like, oh man, I I have an opinion about this unpopular opinion. Um, and I'm looking at the top posts, you know, there's someone that says always has been. Um, there's another uh, reply that says, um, stay in your lane, trade your book, you worry about you. So I think some, uh, most people are also aligned as well. And um, I'm not. Uh, this isn't to flame the OP or original post or anything because you know, if there's a screenshot of a huge, massive gain, but there's no context in it, I think even Wall Street Bets has a rule that you should have stats. So don't get me wrong. I think those posts should be taken down too. But, you know, you shouldn't try to dictate what the ethos is. Um, ethos is. But uh, you're not a culprit of that either. In fact, that's why I mentioned I like how you brought this up. You aren't telling people how we should do it. Instead, you're asking people how we should do it. But the problem is, I don't even think we should be asking how we do it. We just do, right? Like, just do it. The ethos will come out in itself. There's someone doing Theta Gang in a fun way, maybe like me. There's someone else doing Theta Gang very serious way, very Excel sheet heavy, very, very hardcore, also doing great, um, a different way. So let the ethos kind of just live free and um, do its own thing. And uh, that's it. Cool. This podcast, uh, the website, and stream are all made possible because of my patrons, uh, pa patrons, patrons at patreon.com slash thetygang. Uh, signing up helps keep the services up and alive as well as pay my own personal bills. I do the podcast, website, and stream full-time and is my primary source of income. I feel grateful to be able to do this full-time and my focus on providing the best service possible for free. The podcast, website, and stream are all for free, and it'll stay that way. Signing up for the Patreon gives you a few perks, so check it out again at patreon.com slash if you're interested in helping support. Alrighty then, because tonight will be the night that I will... Um, I'm going to pull up the patron list. I sound really far away.
uh, because I'm trying to pull up a list on my other laptop. So give me a second. Bum 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 Okay, so for patrons, I want to give a fancy uh, shout out to Alexander Kerm. A lot to a lot of lift, I, dude. Ever since the Twitch stream, I still say your name wrong. NDV, Arfman, Irelian, Banadushi, Bearded Savage, Can't Make Money, IRL, Caveman, Chicken Dinner, uh, Cube Suki, Danghai, Denude 9000, Desserts, EDC, Espresso Bean, Ground uh, Pound 95, Fancy Wolf, Garrix, Husk, P, J Perkins 86, K21, Butler, Kaput, Kevlar 22, King Swift 6, K KJ Martin, uh, LeBoomer, Loido, uh, Lord Skeletor, Los Pepes, LPL, Louis BG, Maestro XC, Major, Mallman1856, uh, McFly, Mememe, Mods, Mr. Integrity, Nala, NC Devman, North Brizzle, Ensis88, uh, Rooster, RS Schmitty, Rustier, Slow Motion, Statistical Random, Sumatrix, Tackle Me, Elmo, The Jester, Travella, uh, Turbo Ricky, uh, Tyler LM97, Upstream Puddle, Vegeta Plank, White Teen, Young Rich, uh, and uh, Maltman1856. I forgot to say your name last. <laughs> but there you go. All right. Dude, this week has been a really good week. Lots of strong momentum. And hopefully, you know, this carries on to next week. Just got to keep being there, uh, letting people know that I am going to be there every 9 a.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash realthetagang. <laughs> it's like the number one tip that um, streamers will give you um, that, you know, I'll, I'll be on YouTube. I'll like look at, you know, how to grow your Twitch audience, you know, how to make good YouTube videos. And uh, for Twitch, the number one thing you can do is just show up and stream uh, on time and very regularly at a very easy schedule to follow. And so people will get in a habit of knowing like, hey, if you wanted to, you could just turn into your uh, browser and you'll just know that I'm there at 9 a.m. Pacific time every Monday through Friday. It's very easy. And um, I think that's been helping a lot too. And then I guess, yeah, in the... And this dude, this this stock market is nuts. It's nuts. Um, I've seen a few people not necessarily get got, but they did get uh, their hand burnt a little bit on the stove, and that's totally okay. It happens, right? Like um, when we're in an upwards trend, like we were in maybe like mid January to maybe like you know a week ago. It's very easy to think that we can just like write uh, contracts or buy contracts with just like the superfluous amounts of profits that we're already in. Um, but if we, you know, open a little bit too many or, you know, maybe we spend a little bit too much buying power on one of them, um, it can it can bite us back just a little bit. So with that said, going forward, I think it's going to be, I don't know. You know, I said it earlier in the podcast, the skies look clear. But, you know, my gut instinct is typically wrong about, about these sorts of things. Um, but in my history, you know, back in 2022, I had a pretty good feeling that the trend would be down. And that's helped me a lot trade less during that time. I also traded less during the crash of 2020. And that was kind of like my forced hand because I was, again, <laughs> assigned 80K worth of stock when I only had 80K. So I was just like red on a whole bunch of stock I was owning with NVIDIA, Visa, and Apple. 
And uh, it was a scary time. That's that's helped me sort of trade during scary environments. Like, I don't know, this like past week when everyone was kind of freaking out and video needed to save the world economy. We've all seen those memes this week. Um, I was just like, this is nothing compared to the COVID crash. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily freaking out about anything here. Um, right now, continue to trade as normal. Um, I'm opening up put credit spreads as normal on the 5K account. Though, you know, I did a little bit extra due diligence um, this morning with the stream. You know, I was saying like, wow, my uh, 5K put credit spread portfolio is pretty diverse. You know, I have Costco, um, Elf, uh, the makeup brand, and what was the last one? Arm. So I have a semiconductor stock, Arm. I have Beauty, which is Elf, and I have Retail, which is Costco. Like, it's a good, good mix. Because um, typically, you know, for five, my 5K account, I would have maybe like like AMD, NVIDIA, and then SMCI or something, and then maybe ARM. Like I'd have a lot of like tech-related things open at one time. But right now, I feel very good. I feel like I'm learning a little bit more on how to trade the 5K account and um, getting a little bit more effective being able to trade, you know, during scarier times like uh, the last two weeks. So that's been fun. Uh, the main account... Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like at this point I'm I'm really just getting lucky. Uh, you know, come check out the stream. Uh, I am currently trading uh, Elf. I just opened that one today because <laughs> I opened it in 5K too. Uh, I'm trading Nvidia, Costco. I'm trading SMCI. I'm trading AMD, CrowdStrike. So semiconductors, retail, beauty, and cybersecurity. Those are my four main themes for the year so far, and I think it'll stay that way. I'll stay within those sectors. It's just, it just seems pretty good, um, in my opinion. It's what I know. It's what I you know enjoy I don't know, looking at. I mean, makeup. I've traded Ulta a few times in my past before, so it just feels like nostalgia to me a little bit right now, too. I also think that with working more people not working from home or you know being on the camera more often or, I don't know, just... I feel like beauty is here to stay. I feel like um, people will always budget for makeup. I don't think um, that's something that you necessarily skimp out on. Um, same with chips. I don't know. Like if you want to be a leading tech company, you need the leading chips. Um, cybersecurity, I think, is just beginning. That's what I feel. Um, not to say like I'm all in on cybersecurity, but I think right now, is, for me personally, it's a great time for me to experiment because with semiconductors going up, it helps tech just buoy a little bit. Um, and so I want to get into cybersecurity, and that's why I'm in CrowdStrike. Pa uh, Palo Alto Networks, uh, I think, went down like 20%, 30% this week. So that was kind of that was kind of nutty. Um, and I might look to get back in Palo Alto Networks next week maybe, but we'll see. And, yeah. I wonder if I should be saying this stuff in the podcast episode but who cares <laughs> um personally let's see personal life um been feeling good i've been feeling happy like just like i've been feeling happy since i've been laid off a little bit of copium there um but just this week was like kind of over the top i was just like wow this is a whole new level and um you know one of my other friends uh malt man in the discord mentioned that like you know, um, we're, you're just now probably going to see some of the hard work over the years pay off in dividends. And, you know, I, I, I read that comment 
I slept on it, woke up this morning, and I was just like, I was just clicking around through the Theta Game website, and I was like, wow, dude, look how far it's come. And I've had to do so many late nights of like re remodeling it, restructuring it, doing all these code rewrites, fixing all these bugs, responding to emails, doing all these things, and I can call it mine. And it feels really, really good. And that's been something that I've been also grateful for is that like I had the work ethic to kind of support it on my own where it, it definitely fueled me with a purpose. And maybe that's not even past tense either. Like codingthetagame.com gives me a lot of fulfillment. And uh, helping people and reading positive emails is also very fulfilling. And kind of kind of weird, but I feel like I have to mention it. I feel like some people would hear that and be like, oh, that's hella soft. But... <laughs> it's it's different when you work for something that you know by working on thetagame.com full-time i'm making the choice to not make hundreds of thousands of dollars essentially that's like that's what i'm trading i'm trading away making hundreds of thousands of dollars with a salary job and choosing to make fractions i'm sorry i'm talking fractions of what i used to make doing this full-time i hope it makes sense to you why I'm doing this it you know my mom if she figured out that I did this full-time I think she would kill me right like she's a very very conservative very like you know keep working save up and uh, be nice to your boss and be nice to your coworkers. don't say anything stay low don't uh, don't cause any trouble and just do your work and um, I love you you know that that's like that's my typical conversation with my mom um and then I'll ask her, like, what she ate, how she feels, you know, and all that stuff. But when when my mom would teach me all these things, I really took it to heart. And I think a lot of that is how I became so successful in my, like, professional world. I mean, granted, ThetaGang.com is now my professional world. But, like, you know, back in my 9 to 5, that, that advice took me really far. And it's just, like... Make sure you get your work done, be very likable, and um, maybe that's it. You know, be likable and get your work done. I think that gets you very far. It's very humble advice. You know, there's not a lot to it, but that gets you really far. If you have that combination, you're, you're, you're golden. You're probably in the top, like, top 20% of your job if you are likable and you get your work done. Um, and that's coming from a previous engineering manager. That, that was my old role. So I would like hire, fire, and interview, all, all that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So personally, just feeling a, more happy, more fulfilled. Um, the YouTube video stuff, I want to make another YouTube video, but I want to make my next YouTube video even better. I'm not gonna settle for anything that I think would be even potentially a little bit worse than the video I came out with first. I'm waiting for that one idea to hit me and I'm gonna go for it. My ethos I'm going with on YouTube, I've, I've like started to try to tailor how I want to be known on YouTube. Um, I use the word ethos because of today's topic. But I think what I'm going for is trying to be entertaining. I want it to be funny. Uh, I don't want it to just be like entertaining in a sense of like, oh, it's dramatic or anything. I want it to be funny. I want it to be entertaining. But I also want to use real data points. And uh, with all of this, I think I want to deliver value from right when you watch it. So you'll either learn something 
or you, I, I don't know, I might share something in the description, but you'll get something right away. Like that's something that I want to also go for. Um, yeah, I just, I've been studying a lot. Like when I watch YouTube videos now, when someone uses like a video effect, I'm like, oh, I've seen that before. I know how to do that. And then I'm like, wow, that's a really good use of doing it. And the old me would not have noticed. I would just be like, yeah, this is just content. But now I'm just like so much more aware of like all these video effects and all the, you know, sound design of when you use reverb to be funny. Like I got inspiration from that from someone else. And so I'm sure that person got it from someone else. It's just a whole bunch of, uh, stuff that I'm learning that's new and it feels just really gratifying and that I get to be sort of paid to be able to do this, be able to pay to be to learn. I'm getting paid to put videos on YouTube. Uh, of course, I'm being paid to also continue to trade and build out the website and record this podcast and stuff. But um, yeah, it's been really rewarding, though I don't get paid enough to break even on my expenses of everyday life, but it's still fun. And hopefully... Um, breaking even on the everyday expenses is just a side effect that might come later or it might not, who knows, but we'll see. You guys are with me on this journey anyway. Um, if, if you're listening to this, cause I know I have a good bunch of podcast listeners, uh, because you know, people were asking, you know, is my podcast still on? Do I still record weekly? I saw some of those questions on the AMA and if this is your first podcast episode, welcome. Um, I yeah, my name is Junie. I'm just a normal, regular trader. Like, or I'm a regular person that trades. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a trader uh, and try to sound cool or anything. Um, started on Wall Street Bets, just like my uh, intro said, and uh, I did an AMA. So if you're listening from the AMA, hello. And uh, yeah, this is the ending of the podcast, like after my outro and after I say thank you to my patrons, this section of the podcast is reserved for like the hardcore listeners. Like if you want to know more about my personal life, about me, this is like a vloggy sort of section. It's very no script, no topic. I just talk about whatever I want, really. Uh, sort of similar to the rest of the episode, but this one's more of the, you know, doesn't have to do much with trading necessarily and stuff. So uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you don't, no worries. I understand this podcast isn't for everyone. It's not very production heavy. I just don't have the time to put more energy into this because I got the website and the stream to do and as well as the Discord and the all the other all the other things that come with running your own business. It's a lot, but it's really fun. Uh, I hope everyone has a great uh, weekend, or rather, have a great rest of your week, because, you're, again, you're listening to this on Monday. And I'll see you guys on the Twitch stream at 9 a.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash Thank you, and have a great day.